Welcome to the Onyx Pathcast. I'm this week's host, Dixie Cochran, here with Matthew Dawkins. Hello. And Eddie Webb. Ugh. 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 Ugh to you. It it is, uh, uh, Matthew is just coming back from conventions. I'm packing for convention. You're packing for a convention. (laughs) You think I'm packing already. (laughs) (laughs) Ostensibly, you're packing for convention. I leave in in 46 hours. In a world where Dixie packed for a convention. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you know, something's gone wrong there. Yeah, it's a fantasy world. What's happening? I always pack for conventions. I just do it up until like midnight the night before I leave. It's fine. It's fine. (laughs) <laughs> that has nothing to do with this week's episode. You two have completely no. derailed this already. Yes. Hey. We should do like a like a graphic that just has a has a train derailing and the it's labeled Onyx Pathcast. <laughs> and it's like it's like pulled out like two cars from the station. It's already just <laughs> fallen over. <laughs> we we should um we should get that photo, buy the rights to it, and put it on merchandise. Everyone will buy a copy. See, I've still got this. uh, Yeah, I've still got this on my mind. We'll make millions, millions (laughs) of new yen. (laughs) (laughs) Bitcoin. So, yes, pennies, pennies, you mean. Got it. Millions of new yen. Pennies. Um, Anyway, so this week we interviewed Meredith Gerber for the podcast. A lot of folks have heard us mention her here before. I know I talked about it a little bit during the interview. Uh, she is a very much like a jack of all trades for Onyx Path. Mm-hmm. She's done some writing, she's done some layout, she's done some graphic design. She works with us over at Drive Through RPG. She uh, knows everybody that works Onyx Path. <laughs> like she's yeah. just kind of ubiquitous in the Onyx Path space, um, and she is absolutely fantastic. So let's keep this intro somewhat short because we I know we talked to her for about an hour, and scoot on over to the interview. Welcome to the interview portion of the Pathcast. I'm still your host, Dixie Cochran. I almost said Dixie Cyanide because I don't know my own name. Uh, (laughs) Shut up, Eddie Fate. Uh, Here here with Eddie Webb. Hello. And our guest today is Meredith Gerber. Uh, Hello. Yay. You've all heard us mention her on the Pathcast here and there. Um, Meredith does our social media at Onyx Path along with Ian Watson. Uh, she also works for One Bookshelf slash Drive Through RPG, which we'll talk about a little bit later. She's done a layout on a couple of our books. She does a lot of our graphics for our Kickstarters. She's kind of a jack of all trades when it comes to uh, Onyx Path. Like she kind of flits in and out. She's also very good friends with most of us, and we love her. Yes, uh, so that'd be you. fun I to have you. her on. Ah, oh, see, this is going to be like the most positive Pathcast interview we've ever had, I think. <laughs> yeah, Just because the three it. of us are good friends and we all like each other so much, so it's going to be yes. like, yay, love fest. Mm-hmm. Uh, Meredith also recently worked on the Geist the Senators fiction anthology. So Ooh. she's done a little bit of everything. Um, logo design, layout, writing, one bookshelf. We send her a nice email sometimes during the day. Which is sweet. Uh, she runs our work from home Discord that I will not be giving out to you because that no. is ours. It's our private, private personal space where we can all bitch about things. Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, yeah. So Meredith, the first question I was going to ask you was, how did you kind of get started with this? Because I know that you've known like Rich Thomas like way longer than even I have. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that you've been involved with a lot of these folks for years and years and years. Uh, it's, 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 it's always kind of strange to me when I realize that. Because yeah, like totally. you and I are close in age. 
So yes. in my brain, I'm always like, oh, you know, she must have come on around the same time I did. But you've known a lot of these folks for like a decade. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how did that happen? Sure. Um, okay. So when I was um, Tiny Toons Mare Bear at uh, 20, um, I Tiny met... Tiny Toons Mare Bear. That's me. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> um, I met my uh, now husband, Mike, uh, who has been on the PathCast. He's episode 63. Um, wow. he, yeah, wow. look at me. That's his lucky number too, just for the record. Oh, really? Um, yeah. So he was like, Meredith, like ran through Gen Con. He's like, it's episode 63. And I'm like, it's lucky. Like, it's, it was awesome. He's the cutest thing in the world. I love him so much. Um, so when we were friends at the time, he was like, and I was totally interested in him. He was like, Hey, you want to go pretend to be a vampire? And I was like, what? Um, <laughs> sure, I guess. I was like, and of course, I'm like, yeah, like, why not? Like, I want to spend a lot of time with this dude. So I go to my first LARP um, in Chicago. And um, I started playing at Giovanni. And I was like, this is cool. Like, this game is really, really rad. You know, like, I'm having a lot of fun with it. And we kept playing for several years um, until... I am also on the side I do photography. So like I started doing like character portraits just for fun. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause people were really enjoying it. And I was like, cool. And then V20 came out or uh, before V20 came out. Um, some of the people working on it were like, Hey, if you have like photos or whatever, like, you know, send them in. Like we would love to have it, you know, part of the book. So I was like, all right. So Ambitious Mare Bear did every single clan uh, over three days, which was very fun. Of course, um, you did. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so it was it was very fun. Uh, and one of them uh, that made it in there was um, was Heidi. It's the girl in the red dress. And I'm sure everyone has seen that one. The, the Tory Tory Tory, yeah. She's yeah. she's leaning. Um, the Tim Bradstreet did. Um, so I got that one in. And so we went to New Orleans. And like, you know, it was, it was a big deal. They had an autograph signing and everything. And that's kind of how I like started talking to Rich a little bit, like met him. Um, And then Eddie and I met on Twitter um, Mm -hmm. and we started talking then. And then like, it just, we all started becoming friends, which was really awesome. And we were seeing them more at, you know, uh, closer local conventions and stuff like that. And then a couple years ago, we were at midwinter and rich kind of like slid up to me and he's like, Hey, you know, do you want to, you want to do social media for me? And I was like, yeah, like absolutely, you know, totally. And so it just kind of evolved from there. Mm -hmm. And then, um, (coughs) excuse me, I would put like, um, I would do like graphics and stuff for social media. And then that's kind of like evolved from there where it was like, um, do you want to try layout? Okay. Like, do you want to use Kickstarter graphics to take things off of Cheney's plate? You know, things like that. So, mm-hmm. and now I'm here. So it just was one of those things of just hanging out with everybody and, you know, just doing my skills and they're doing their skills. And like, we all are one big happy skill family. So it works out. <laughs> A skill tree, if you will. <laughs> A skill tree, if you will. <laughs> one of one of the other ways that Meredith has has kind of worked with onyx path on on a, on a strange kind of metal level is that if you go to any of our websites that we shout out at the end of the episode uh she designed all of them for me matthew and eddie yep so meredith does websites for us and a ton mm-hmm. of our freelancers like if you go to almost any like kind of 
major Onyx Path freelancers website, it is often Meredith's work. Yeah. Um, that's why they're all so pretty. Thank <laughs> you. Um, yeah, so that's so that was that a uh, grand masquerade in 2011 that you were talking about when you went to New Is Orleans? it? I think it was 2011. I always get the I always get the year mixed up. I, I think it was 2011. 2011 was, 2011 was when the book came out. Yeah. 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 So 2011. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I I only remember that because of the like very rare leather stamped copies I've seen that say 2011 on them. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> the only way I can ever remember it is if, if, yes. I, if I see one of those. Yes. That's one of those events that like I wasn't working for Onyx Path yet I wasn't really involved with them like I, mm-hmm. I knew Rose obviously but I didn't do any work for them but like I saw pictures of the event on social and I was like I should have gone to that but at that yeah. point I hadn't been playing vampire for so long that I was like yeah what would I do there mm. but in retrospect I wish I had gone it seems yeah. like it was really cool <laughs> it was no for sure I mean like it was it was it was very fun and and the people that were there were really fun like we like even like in the autograph signing line, like we we signed for like hours, and it was just we just started getting like slap happy and having a good time, like and mm. it was just really really fun. So everyone had a good time. I can so. tell you that every time I've had to sign a sack of book plates by the by 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 number thirty or so, I start getting silly. Yeah, because um, they're yeah. fun. Yeah, like I like <laughs> sign the first. If 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 anyone has any of our signed book plates from like Changeling the Lost or any of those, and you see places where I did things like cross out Neil Price's name. Um, or (laughs) he started john hancocking all over them he started writing his name like twice the size everybody else's but he did but he signed them before the rest of us did right so i was like haha that was your mistake sir (laughs) (laughs) i like i like crossed out where he said that he was the like huntsman king and put like you know pee on or something yeah so if you ever see that (laughs) stuff it means that it was past number 30 and i just got (laughs) real silly because one thing about signing stacks of, of, of anything for autographs, and I have, I've heard this from, you know, famous authors, too, who have to sign, like, thousands at a time, is that at some point you just get so bored of writing your own name. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or you start yep. forgetting how to how, how you sign your name. Yep, yep. I would, I would say, like, an hour or two of that autograph signing, I, like, I had that moment where I sit there and I'm like, what am I signing right now? <laughs> like, what is my name? <laughs> you know, because you're writing it so many times. Yeah, absolutely. And, and if I remember, it was, like, it was like a long kind of, like, um, uh, uh, conveyor belt. Like, one person would be all sitting at a table and one person would sign it. Pass oh, yeah. On, sign, pass yeah. it on. Yeah. And so I was saying this to Justin and it's like, Justin would get bored and start doodling vampires for his signature. Um, yeah. and increasingly goofy and I'm just like oh my god Justin <laughs> yeah I sat next to um, I sat in between the other photographers and um, they when they got to Mike because Mike stood in line again cutest person in the entire world know him so much he uh, he sat in line for like two hours so by the time he got to us like there's like just doodles like <laughs> yeah, like Ritz put in doodles yep. like all, all sorts of like drawings and stuff and like and everyone was like oh is this your boyfriend I said yeah you know at the time and they're like oh my gosh well, we have to make it special and like uh, Jamebu who was next to me like put hearts and stuff all over like the cover and I'm just like hey, you just get to that point you know so like I'm just like great we have an art piece like some people have signatures like we have an art piece as a book so <laughs> That is very very exciting. I am mm-hmm. I am I'm all about that. Uh, it is it is exciting whenever anybody signs something and like personalizes a little bit. But it is it is ever so more exciting when it's you know hour six of doing autographs and you're just Absolutely. like what what did you even write? Here's mm-hmm. a cat. I've drawn a cat for you. You're like you know what I mean? Like this is a book about Scion. Here is a cat. My name is personally annoying because it has both eyes and the X, so I have to like pick up the pen a lot. Yeah. Oh and, yeah. Um, usually like once again it's one of those things it's like a total digression about 
signatures and autographs mm. is that it's really easy for me to start like just dotting the eyes in random places and like crossing an, an eye by accident yeah because like having to pick up the pen so much is very annoying i really wish that i had a name where i could just do it in one fluid motion yeah totally but i, but I truly do not and <laughs> i'm just like well <laughs> here we are yep See, I, I don't know what I just wrote. See, I do, I like do have a anymore. flowing name, but I have the opposite problem. Is like by hour two or three, it just becomes like E W Squiggle, squiggle. That's what like every famous person's signature looks like, though. So, I mean, you know, you're just a famous person. It's okay. Clearly, that's the answer. And that they have terrible handwriting. Well, now we can tell, though, how long you've been signing stuff by how squiggly it becomes. It's true. It's very true. So uh, let's talk a little bit about your social media stuff and how, sure. like, I know that between you and Ian, you do the Twitter, you do a fair amount of the Facebook stuff, because there's mm -hmm. like a bunch of different pages that are all Onyx Path pages, mm -hmm. technically. Um, and yeah, so just talk, talk to us a little bit about like how that works with the two of you, how your workflow goes. I know that sure. we have we have joked that we can always tell it's you because there's emojis and it's like super happy and yeah. you know exclamation yeah. marks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we always talk about uh, like it's always important for a company to have like a unified voice if they have multiple people because you want to sound the same. Um, and we kind of don't do that for Onyx Path, <laughs> and so like yeah, if there's like exclamation points um emojis if the post makes you so stoked for a kickstarter it's probably me um <laughs> you know um and there is that difference you know but uh, but again like you you we were saying earlier um when we were chatting like you can't tell with trinity because yeah. it could be ian you know because because that's you know it's his baby so he's so he also is like yeah you know trinity so so it's a toss up, but also um, all of the weird like factoids about like such and such super obscure book came out 15 years ago today. That's probably that's definitely yeah. yeah because... So he so he sends me um, every month. He'll send me and say like here like he'll give me a bunch of dates and stuff, and like I kind of pick and choose like you know which ones like we post on there. So that is Ian in that sense, like me doing the posting. But he'll uh, oh. he'll give me a collection at the top of every month. Wow. Um, yeah, well, that 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 makes sense. We have the walking white wolf encyclopedia, and then you just translate it. He's so smart. <laughs> He's so freaking smart. So like, he super is. Yeah. So um, I mean, so yeah, definitely how it works is like we, Ian handles the important announcements. So any like releases or if there's like you know uh, any press releases or announcements and things like that, Ian takes care of that because he's already working on it on the website. So we just oops it over um to our social media ian is more heavily on the side of twitter because twitter is much faster for information right um so if they're like hey like what is this obscure like vampire the masquerade chicago by night first edition question ian's like oh it's this um <laughs> yeah. you know so and I'm he's like, a walking white wolf encyclopedia it's true um but so but on facebook though more so facebook and instagram is more so my end um and, and there are times like where we'll get messages where i'll like ping ian i'll be like i have no idea what this means like and he's like oh it's this and i go okay you know or sometimes he'll take care of it so it's just we work really well together in that we don't really have i guess like rules and procedures with each other we just kind of do it and, and it just it works really well we have a good balance because we've been doing it for years together so like it's just yeah sort of just kind of happens that way so that's awesome though i mean yeah. it's, it's it's nice when you've got folks where the workflow just works you know mm -hmm. 
I mean, I, I often feel that way working with Eddie and Matthew. Like, yeah. we all kind of get each other. Mm-hmm. We all know what each other are doing. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, like, Eddie's the person I go to usually with obscure, weird questions. <laughs> right. <laughs> Unless they're about something like, like, I I went to Matthew, I think last week or the week before, like, with, uh, with a, a, a werewolf question. It was late at night for him, so he keeps saying that I called him very late at night. And I'm like, no, it was like 5 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> and I asked if you were, you know, available to answer the question first. So quit throwing yeah. me the bus. But, uh, but, but, but yeah, so like I, I go to them with, with questions quite often, especially stuff about anything historical. Um, but yeah, so what's it, what's it like being a company on social media? Because the, the only experience I personally have with that is I did the social media for the comic shop I used to work at. Mm-hmm. But like, it's a comic shop. So most of the questions that we got were, do you have this in stock? Right. And I'd be like, yeah. yeah. I've never done it for a company where you are like, you are kind of the face of the company because people, yes. you know, see any answers that you give as as canon, obviously. Yeah. Um. So what's and and I know you do it as well for Eastbrook Games with our good friend mm-hmm. Jacob Burgess. I know that you run their yes. social media, yep. uh, which is awesome. Yeah. And we should check out Eastbrook Games. They do yes. some really cool stuff. You should, uh, yeah. You should watch their streams on Tuesdays and Thursdays because Jacob is a delight, but also the games are really cool. Yeah, they're fantastic. That yeah, is my I'm Eastbrook Games plug. That. Yes. Well, oh, see, yes, I'm I'm not paid to say that. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. Yes. For games is is fantastic, and and then like you said, Jacob, who has also been on the Pathcast, who is also wonderful. But yeah. Um, in terms of what is it like? Um, so for the most part, it's very. Um, I mean, you have to have some level of professionalism, obviously. Like that's very very important. We don't answer for like, rich um that's like one of the things like very obviously um i mean it's it's a lot of times like it's fun because we get to joke around and like have fun with with the fans and stuff or make bad puns you know or or whatever Mm -hmm. and so it's it's good in that regard and it's a lot of um a lot more times a lot of information gathering Uh, most times people will say like hey when is like Chicago by Night coming out, and we'll have to say like, "Hey, check the Monday meeting notes." You know, it's, it's a lot of like copy paste in that regard. I would um, say, I bet, I bet that that's your answer a lot. It's yes. like, "Hey, check the Monday meeting <laughs> blog." Your answer to that. Yeah, Monday meeting notes literally has ninety seven percent of of the answers we, we do. <laughs> you know, and that's why I'm always like, "Hey, like read the Monday meeting notes." And a lot of times, people like don't know that they exist, right? Um, which is so like, weird to me. That's so yeah. And weird. I'm like, I'm like, we're we're posting it on this medium a lot, but I mean, I can understand like you know there is that, um, and and being on top of it, posting in, in a specific time frame, and like making sure we post like we don't over post stuff. Like we don't want to have like a month of like just posting vampire like people are going to eventually like not you know focus on it as much we like to switch it up in in that regard um Mm -hmm. and then you know the other thing too is like being professional in the face of you know sometimes there there is negativity that happens you know whether it's on twitter or facebook or people are you know um have a lot of feelings um about things whether it's you know choices the developers or the writers have made or you know, how fast a Kickstarter is going or how fast fulfillment is going. And so one of the things we run into a lot is, is, is saying like, Hey, like, you know, we're working on this as, as best as we can. And I think that a lot of times, and, and we've mentioned, we've talked about this before a lot of times is that we run into being able to still 
you know, maintain professionalism and positivity, like in the face of, of negativity sometimes, sometimes it's hard, you know, sometimes yeah. like we have to, I like, I have had times where I'm like, I need to like take five minutes away from this, like, or it's myself is going to come out as the company. And like, that's not what we want to represent. So, um, but like <clears throat> at the end of the day though, like we're not, uh, this, this huge company that has like, you know, 18 people working in the social media, it's just me and Ian. Um, And like, that's it. And I think a lot of people don't realize that. So when they're yelling, you know, about Onyx Path, they're not realizing they're yelling at Ian and I. Um, So, and it's hard to not take it personally sometimes, um, especially when it's, 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 it's directed. But I mean, that's, that's the, that's the the thing that I think is our our biggest challenge is just saying like, sometimes we're like, okay. Um, Or fast answers. That's the other problem too. Some people are like, we need this answer immediately or like you need to do something about this. And we're like, we have to like bring this up to rich and the team. We have to email it to them. They have to discuss it. Like it's a long process. Like we can't just make decisions right. for rich. Yeah. Um, and so that's another thing too. I think we run into a lot. Um, and especially too, when we say like, Hey, we like, we don't have that answer right now. Like we'll get that information to you, you know, and sometimes people, because it's social media become a little impatient at times where they're like, well, why can't you just give it to us? Cause we, I can't speak her rich. I can't tell you that. Yeah. Um, I've, I've, I've seen that happen with a lot of companies on, on Twitter specifically more, more so than like Facebook. Yeah. Cause Twitter's faster. Yeah. But, but where somebody like someone discovers that like a person did a bad thing and they're like, why is this person still working for you? And you're like, we didn't know. Like, yeah, investigation um, happens. Yeah, that's yeah, the other us, thing too. Give us thirty minutes to like talk mm-hmm. about it. Yeah, because yeah, like, didn't didn't that happen uh, on the drive-through socials like recently? Yes, it there did happen on like drive-through that? recently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we did have an incident where someone was brought up. Um, but I mean, like, uh, we had about we were about two hundred tweets deep, um, in commentary, and part of it was people saying, "What are you going to do? Like, you need to you need to make a decision." And 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 we're sitting literally in our publisher service chat, just like what, what we need to talk about this. We need to investigate this. We need to, you know, cause the thing is, is like, we, we have to investigate it because if we just cut somebody, whether it's, you know, honest path or drive through or whatever company like that, you know, we're talking about, we have to make sure that that we're setting the standard that we investigate. We look into everything, check all the facts, you know, make sure like that's what's happening before making a decision. Right. Well, um, yeah. yeah. And sometimes that takes a couple days, especially with, with drive through, like, I mean, and, and with, with y'all with Onyx path, like we're all different parts of the world. You know, mm-hmm. my, my, it's, it's just one of those things that like, we can't just hop on, you know, our Slack channel or whatever, and just immediately discuss it. Like some of us have families, some of us are, you know, it's nighttime or it's the weekend when we shouldn't be working. Like it's stuff, stuff like that, that I think that people lose sight of. So. Yeah. I think, I think especially with, with smaller companies like, like Onyx and even drive through, I know that y'all don't have like a huge staff over there Mm -hmm. and we'll, we'll, we'll talk more about that in a minute, but like, I, um, like people want answers, you know, 24 seven and it's like, I'm not, I try really hard not to work on the weekends, at least not for Onyx Path. You know, I have I have a 40 hour or so a week work week and I try to keep it at that, which means that like I have to make a, a concerted effort to like turn off the computer at night and just step away for the weekend. Mm-hmm. And so if something blows up over the weekend, like I might not see it. Um, Although chances are I do see it and I'm just like trying to ignore it right. because it's my weekend. Right. 
Like, unless it's a real emergency, I'm trying to be like, don't worry about this. We'll talk about it on Monday. It's fine. You know, uh, because with with the way that social media works and the way that, you know, we all have our phones in our pockets all the time and everything, it's really easy to be just neck deep in work all the time. Mm. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, I, I cannot tell you how many times I have, like, intended to go to bed at, like, 1030 and then gotten kept up by something happening on Twitter. Yep. And been like, well, now I'm embroiled in this until, oh, look, it's 1 a.m. Like, yep. yeah, I'd like to it. go to bed now. Yeah, I've had I've had late I, as as I like to call them, I've had like late night sessions with Ian. Like we've been up till like three a.m. sometimes. Like, and it's a rarity, granted, but like some it's just sometimes it's so overwhelming that like yes, we can turn off our phones, but like yes, we can step away. But like, there's so much happening at once that we have to say something, and then we have to discuss what we're gonna say. So it's just it happens, and I think that that's important to remember too that all the people at Onyx Pass, whether they're you know freelancers or what have you, like have lives. They mm-hmm. have times that they're signed off, like like you both, and you shut your computer down, and like that's it, you know. And you will get to it in the morning. So this habit, practicing patience, would be would be great. So, yeah, like like understanding that. I mean, yeah, if you tag like a super major company, if you tag American Airlines or something in a tweet, not to call anybody out specifically, but like if you do that, they probably have somebody on staff who yep. sees it. Right. But like if you tag us in a tweet. It's Meredith and Ian. And, like, yes, Ian's often up late, but, like, let him enjoy his life. Like, if he yeah. wants to play a video game and hang out, let him do that. Yeah, and he and needs like, to decompress. Yeah, and, like, you know, Meredith has her, her husband and her other job and her friends and stuff like yeah. that. Like, let, five million let side hustles. With them. Yeah, and, and her five million side <laughs> I hustles. I have so because... many side hustles. What do I do with all these side hustles? Yeah. <laughs> Meredith yeah. Hustlin' Gerber. That's me. Is you? But speaking yes. of the fun stuff of, of social media, though, I might before we move on. Um, one thing I've been noticing since uh, you and he have been collaborating in the past couple of years is that you mentioned before about Onyx Path having a voice, um, mm-hmm. and I've been seeing that more particularly with um, the recent uh, let's call it um, friendship with the Artalsorian account on Twitter. I was totally yes. going to bring that up, and I was going to call it a flirtation um, <laughs> yes. because we are in like Onyx Path is in a relationship with Artalsorian. Oh, I ship it. Yeah, I ship it definitely. on Twitter. <laughs> I ship it. I 100% ship it. <laughs> They're so great. Yeah. I 100% ship that. Absolutely. Was that kind of an intentional thing or just kind of just started goofing off and then it just kind of blew up or? So it's Ian and, and Jay from our Telsorian. Um, yeah. And they kind of both just started it. And then there was a point where we had essentially an incident that um, kind of blew up our Twitter where Ian's like, I need to step back. And I was like, I'll take care of it, you know, but you know, like in, in the corner of my eye is our Telesaurian and they're like, hey, <laughs> and we just went through it. I mean, like there was a point where like Green Ronin got involved. Yeah. Um, I think uh, Catalyst got involved at one point. Like, yeah, and it just did. was a pun off essentially of, of everything. And like, yeah, it's intentional in, in a way because I think that it's important to show that like we're not like, you know, we're all peers. Mm-hmm. That's the thing that's important. Like we're all peers. Like it, it doesn't matter that like you know cyber if cyberpunk's you know red jumpstart is doing super well like yay that's awesome Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like that's super good and like we want to encourage and show too that like to fans like hey like we're all having a good time like you know like Mm -hmm. please buy you know cyberpunk red jumpstart and like please consider buying like you know trinity that's just one of those things like it's just we want to make sure that and that is intentional and it's fun too like i mean like end of the day it's just fun it's fun to do yep. so you know but it's good i i almost always jump in on the threads where we're talking to our because they're they're mm-hmm. always fun threads yeah they are yeah. yeah um 
they're a riot. To your point, every now and then I know, and like, there, there are very few exceptions to this. Overall, most people in the industry either know each other kind of in passing or at least know each other's names or see mm-hmm. each other at Gen Con or whatever. Yeah. Um, and most of us get along. Like, yeah, yeah there are exceptions because you can't get along with every single person in the world, but most of no. us get along. Yeah. yeah. And so, like, when every now and then somebody will start, like, try to start a vendetta or, like, start, like, at, like get under somebody's skin and be like, mm-hmm. be like, hey, aren't you mad that, you know... Green Ronin, for example, put out this thing that's kind of similar to your thing. And we're like, no. Good for them. Like, go them. Like, I, yeah. I, I love those guys. Half of our mm-hmm. writers have worked for them. Like, yeah. we all work for I each think, other. Yeah, that I think that people, like, miss, too, is, like, when you are a freelancer, you don't, like, I mean, most, like, don't just go, okay, well, I am a freelancer for Onyx Path for the rest of my life. Right. Yeah. Like, you know, a lot of them write for other companies and, and all those companies are, are friends of ours, you know, and, and peers and people that we want to build up, you know, which yeah. is great. Like, so. I, I talk about my work on Fantasy Flight all the time here because, yeah. like, I like Fantasy Flight's games. I think they're really good. Yeah. And, you know, I, I, a lot of our freelancers, I mean, I say our freelancers, a lot of freelancers that do a lot of work for us. Mm-hmm. I just put out the threefold uh, book for Green Ranine that yep. Malcolm Shepard developed. Mm-hmm. Malcolm Shepard has worked for us several times on lots yep. of projects. Like, we yep. all like each other. We all get along. Yeah. Uh, you know, we all have a good time. And, like, so it's really weird when someone tries to, like turn us against each other on social yeah. media yeah. Like, like, best of luck buddy like good try good effort a for effort yeah so. it's 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 so strange so yeah but we will always have our love with our telsorian of course we'll... that'll never go away cyberpug 3030 love is forever someday I just, I just really want to make Cyberpunk 3030. I just really want to make the Cyberpunk bug. I actually thought that was the subtitle. It was like Cyberpunk 3030 colon Love is Forever. I thought that was like the whole love game. Love is then. Forever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that's cool. So yeah, so, so social media is definitely something that like I'm always fascinated by when you talk mm-hmm. about. Because you do give advice on you know Facebook fairly often locked lock down to your friends. But you'll like say things that are kind of like, hey, social media tip. Yeah. And then hopefully you'll charge other people for those tips because that's yes. what you should be doing. I know. Um, yeah, I need to. <laughs> <laughs> but you're very much an, an, an expert in it, which is super cool. Because it's not something, you. you know, I, I understand it on some level. Mm. But you'll say things sometimes. You'll like post articles. And I'm like, I never realized that, you know. Yeah. Because uh, back back when I was doing it for the comic shop, I mean, it still very much was doing like the targeted ads and stuff like that, which was sure. more like what that's what common knowledge was at the time. This was like four mm-hmm. years ago. Yeah. And with the way the algorithms have changed and everything, it's it's intense. It's a lot. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you've, you definitely got to keep up with a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's part of the gig, too, is like it's not just like Ian and I like wildly posting, you know, on social media like we do educate ourselves. We do see, you know, if there's changes, you know, to, to Facebook or Instagram or Twitter that we need to be aware of, you know, we do ride trends and things like that. Like there are a lot of, um, so it's just not just hopping on social media and just and talking it's, it's, we do like research and educate ourselves too. Like it's, it's part of the job as, as any job, you know, you're always trying to learn, you're always learning. So, yeah. So let's talk a little bit about your graphic work. Um, as I said before, you did all of our websites, so obviously yes. we do like your graphic work. Thanks. <laughs> and which Kickstarters have you done the graphics for? Oh, gosh. Um, Cavaliers. Okay. Uh, you did Chicago Ch- by Night, right? Chicago by Night. Aberrant? I did a little logo for that. Aberrant, uh-huh. 
Um, there's so many that like I kind of like have forgotten. <laughs> like, That's um, fine. yeah, which is which is fine. So I would say like uh, probably within the recent year, I like all the like, Kickstarter's I've I've done aside from I think one of them because um, Cheney just did it. Uh, so I was like, all right, cool, <laughs> you know, and it's like. Right, yeah, I remember you did yeah. Pirates because you actually helped us design the uh, Pirates of Pugmire logo. Oh, yeah. Yes, I did. Yeah, the Pirates of Pugmire logo, yeah. And we, um, that was probably the most fun I had with the Kickstarter because it was, um, it was kind of like, do whatever. And I'm mm -hmm. like, all right, cool. Like, you know, yeah. so we put like maps and flags and all sorts of stuff. So it was fun. Yeah, Meredith's very, very good at logo design and 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 text graphics in general. Thank you. That is that that is one of her uh, her strongest points, I think, when it comes to some of her graphic stuff. Thank so you. when when we say Kickstarter graphics, we mean all the banners that say things like you know stretch goals and mm -hmm. what we learned from our past Kickstarters yep. and the project and all 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 those are the graphics. Yes. So we're not saying the art. No, just, just although to clarify it is very impressive. Yeah, yeah, no, no, I do not do the the <laughs> actual physical artwork. No, like the, I'm always impressed, but no, <laughs> right, but but all all the graphics that then I get to nitpick at errors and spelling because sometimes people don't run them by me first. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty good about it. I'm pretty good about it. Where I'm like Dixie. <laughs> no, you are very good about it, but sometimes a stretch goal list gets sent off. Un untypo fixed and i'm like uh, no, no what's wrong no. <laughs> <laughs> so so yeah so you, you always seem to actually really enjoy that kind of thing um yeah. what what do you get out of it and what process goes into it for you like when you're doing something that's already branded like aberrant versus something like pirates mm -hmm. that's more freeform yeah yeah no i mean like it's 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 very relaxing like for me because it's not only am i being creative and you i'm like i'm using both sides of my brain like that's just kind of like where it is and it's it's very comfortable in that like i'm like okay like i have to do these aberrant kickstarter kickstarter graphics okay like let's see what art pieces you know and cheney will be like here are, you know the art pieces and i'm like okay like which ones are gonna work like what are the ones we want to highlight in these banners like what are the ones that like and usually it's my preference i'm like this one's super cool and like i'll just slap it on there um and it's picking the fonts too, making sure that the fonts um, are readable. I mean, like that's always like a, it's a hard thing because sometimes I like will find fonts where I'm like, this is such a cool font, but it's completely unreadable. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> and it's fun. It's like a little puzzle almost. Like it's like, okay, like I need to find a good font. I got to find the artwork. Okay. I have the font. Like, do I want to put like, you know, a shadow on it? Do I want to put a stroke on it? Okay. Is it centered? um you know should i have it this size oh like okay like this one looks too big and it's like i said it gets it's just like a just a one big puzzle um so it's fun in that regard and i, I take a lot of enjoyment from it too um and especially too when it's the, the most enjoyable part is when i send them all to james and like he's like okay they're up and i look at them and then they all flow together and they're all the same size and it's just like it's it's like see finishing a it's finishing a art piece you know it's, mm -hmm. it's instead mm -hmm. of it being like a bunch of little mini art pieces it's one big art piece and then you just see it flow and you're like this is awesome this looks yeah. so good yeah like so like it, it makes you feel good and too like it's awesome because like i'm sort of like inadvertently working with the artists too because i'm yeah. like oh my gosh we're gonna highlight this piece you know and then and if you notice we don't use the same piece all the way down like it's it always changes depending on what it is because we have so many beautiful art pieces that should be showcased. That's super important. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, no, I am, I'm always a fan of how they end up looking because, like, I've, um, 
usually I see our Kickstarters in about three different stages. Like I'll see the initial kind of text and stretch goals and there's almost nothing else there. It's all placeholders. Because uh, James has learned that if he sends it to me, I will send him all my nitpicky editor comments, mm-hmm. um, which is helpful. I think I think it makes it look more polished. Yeah, but absolutely. He'll, he'll send me that, and then like you know, a, a day or two later, it'll it'll be like, oh, the graphics are up, and I'll go look at it again and be like, oh, now it looks like a Kickstarter. And then yeah, like, right beforehand, it's like, oh, the video's on it now, and I'm like, video, yeah, what? <laughs> There's so much happening. That's my favorite <laughs> part. That's my favorite part. Video is always my favorite part, and I know that Ian does a lot of them. Um, and because it's always like cool, like what are they gonna say? Like, or is the voiceover gonna be like? you know who's it gonna be is it gonna be like dixie is it, who's who's it gonna be you know like and so it's always <laughs> like a fun thing because it doesn't really i mean like i see it you know i see like someone saying like hey ian can you do this or you know i'll send the voiceover but that's another part of the masterpiece is that you get to see this and it's and like i said it's like low-key cool like when i get to hear my friends and be like oh that's eddie like oh my gosh you sound so good <laughs> and i get so excited like you know, and I'm like, I'm like, great, yes, support the Kickstarter, but also like, when my friend's on here, look what he's doing. I'm so proud of him. You know, like, so it's cool. Yeah, I've I've only done one of the voiceovers so far uh, for one of our Kickstarters. Uh, I know Matthew's done a couple, uh, just because mm-hmm. we shoot scripts to him whenever we want the voice to sound menacing. Yes, <laughs> uh, he's very good at that. He's he is. so good at that. Yeah, because yeah. he did. Uh, he did Geist. Yeah, I, I think, like. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I like had him do Geist because I was like, I was like, you sound the creepiest which is yeah. a compliment in our business i mean like, yeah 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 like, we, he's just good at, at, at doing that like low menacing tone when he needs to mm-hmm. you know yeah and it gets people hyped i mean like as as mike has talked about before like he's a huge fan of geist so we were in the car and i was like do you want to hear the the geist kickstarter and he's like what and i and like we played it in the in, like in my car speakers and he was like oh my gosh he was like i'm so and it's so and like that's the joy that i look for you know with these kickstarters is like that that click joy of being like Mm -hmm. oh my gosh oh my gosh like geist is second edition is coming oh my gosh and like how excited he was and smiling and he just was like oh my gosh that's so cool and he's he's so thrilled about it and like that's that's what's cool about designing it too is people being oh my gosh look at the art oh my gosh listen to the voiceover and the voiceover again is so important, like which is why Matthew's so good with like medicine and stuff because he really sets the tone for the Kickstarter. It's the right. first thing you read, you know. So yeah, and people might not realize he like I th- I think I had Matthew. He did like three different versions of that for me. Um, oh wow! And I I had to pick one because we wanted it to fit in a certain time, you know, length, but we also wanted it to have specific words in it. So there was like one that was just like way too long. And I was like, okay, so do the first part the way you did it the first time. But then when you get to the part where you're just describing the Kickstarter, can you speed it up a little bit? Because it was going to be like four minutes long. Mm-hmm. And usually our Kickstarter videos are like two, two and a half minutes. So I'm like, you know, like we actually do care about this stuff. Uh, when I did, like I did the voiceover for Lunars, um, I specifically did it because we wanted someone who didn't really have an accent. Mm-hmm. Uh, because with Lunars being a, a, a fantasy world, it's better sometimes to give it just a neutral accent than like a British accent, for instance, because that makes it feel more rooted in our world. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, especially because most of the audience is American. Obviously, a British accent is neutral to British people. So, right. Anyway. Um, but like I did it, but I also pitched my voice down about an octave and a half yeah. in post, I think. You did. Yeah, you did. Uh, because Lunars being, you know, bestial and shapeshifters, I wanted it to have a little bit more of that quality. And I've got a fairly, you know, low voice for a woman, but like it, it, it was, 
it was better to make it a little bit more almost growly. Right. Uh, so yeah, so it's 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 fun to do that stuff, and it really is fun to like think about it and 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 think about almost as if it's like a voiceover performance, which it is on some level, depending on the uh, Kickstarter. But yeah, yeah, and it's actually weird because like um you get in, I get into weird cycles because I've done some very small amount of voiceover work, but for the Pungmire ones, it had to sound like me. Um, and well, yeah, because you are presenting your game, right? Exactly. It, it's it's not me as neutral narrator. It's Eddie Webb specifically talking about his game, um, right? And so there's points where I actually have to kind of redo things because like it doesn't sound like I feel people think of me when they hear me, you know? Because sometimes I slide into this kind of my old audio training. Um, yeah, like I remember one pod, uh, podcast you mentioned, like I sound very kind of radio announcer. It sometimes just kind of pops out. So it's like, oh, <laughs> yeah, my, 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 all my brain stuff is talking a certain way. But then it's like, no, I actually have to change it to sound more like me. Actually, at one point, I actually had to speed up the narration slightly because it was a little too slow. I didn't sound. You? Yeah. Wait, you? You had to speed yourself up? I know. Eddie? It was weird. But <laughs> I was listening to it and I was like, I, I sound, I, I get, and I got into, you know, let me read to you all of the things this game is going to have it's going to have this it's going to have this it's going to have this and it doesn't sound like me you know so yeah no i definitely get that when i was doing the lunar's wine like i definitely slid into acting training mm-hmm. like I, I i did theater for many years and one of the main things i did in theater was actually shakespeare oh, um, wow. so with with, with with shakespeare you have to very much enunciate and you have to hit the words properly yep. and you have to get the meter correct and that's what, like I I will never forget just even the first like you know, three words or just me me going you know the uh, the the lunar exalted because it's like <laughs> I'd like pull it back and 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 get very dramatic I guess with it on some level because mm-hmm. um, I didn't want it to sound like me because people hear the podcast so I I didn't want it to be like yeah lunar exalted they're cool you know right like they're all animals sometimes <laughs> I got tattoos I don't know we're all animals it's pretty sometimes. nifty. <laughs> Because, like, you know, if you're familiar with, with, with us from the from the podcast, like, that's not the voice I want. Even, like, the Matthew doing the Geist voiceover, if you go back and listen to that, it doesn't sound like he talks on the podcast. Right. Um, it probably sounds like he talks when he's maybe, I don't know, LARPing a vampire. <laughs> For all I know. Mm-hmm. It doesn't sound like he does when he's on here. So, yeah. Voice work. Uh-huh. Anyway, I'm going to switch this back to Meredith because she's our guest and we're just hanging out now. Um <laughs> I don't mind. Yeah, so also, I know that you recently uh, wrote for the Geist Anthology. How I was, did. How was your first writing project with Onyx So, Pat? oh my gosh. Um, so, as, as I mentioned, uh, Mike, my husband, uh, he's written for Chicago by Night and Cults and things like that. And so, I was always, like, mm-hmm. fascinated with the process. Like, because I just was like, I was like, this is neat. You know, this is cool. And so um, he is the um, he's the assistant developer for Geist Anthology, and he's like, he's like, oh no, we're down a writer, and he turns and he goes, do you know any writers? And I'm like, can I submit? And he's like, what? And I was like, can I submit? I was like, I just I just want to submit. And he's like, okay. He's like, you you know, you have to submit to Matt because um, obviously that would be a conflict of interest. And I said, okay. And I submitted to Matt, and like next day he's like, okay, here's your writing assignment. And I was like, oh, all right, here we go. <laughs> you know, and <laughs> we're doing this. I hammered, <laughs> we're doing it. Uh, you know, and so I hammered it out in a day uh, and I sent it back to Mike, you know, for, for red lines and things like that. And I, one of my things that I like doing and, and, and I've talked about this uh, off, off cast 
um, is that off cast, off cast. Um, yeah, there's my Chicago accent. Um, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but one of the things is that like, I love learning about the other aspects of, um, of a company because when people write us on Twitter or whatever, and they're like, you know, why, why is Chicago night, you know, taking so long? Like what, what's, what's, what's the holdup, you know, like, why isn't this written yet? Um, and I wanted to understand what that meant. I mean, cause uh, part of me, of course, like I was like, uh, because they're working on it. Like, you know what I mean? Right. Like I, I'm, I'm literally sitting across for the, you know, the room for my husband who is hammering away at, at Chicago by night right now. I just wanted to see it. So the process was cool. Um, I really thought it was, um, very interesting. It has a lot of pieces to it. It's not just, you know, people just hammer on a laptop and they're like, okay, well I'm done that's it. I never have to do this again. You know, it's, you have to go through red lines and you have to adjust those red lines and, and send in the final draft. And then, you know, there's, there's more steps after that, that a lot of people don't see, mm-hmm. um, you know, including obviously getting it sent to Dixie or, um, you know, it needs to be, I don't be, want it. Don't send it to me. Don't, don't send it. it to me. Um, <laughs> don't, don't do it. I don't, I don't want, want it. it. um you know and also getting it uh talking you know with the developers and stuff and i got to see that process too because a lot of times that i i I have so many freelance writer friends and you know freelance editor friends and things like that that i am able to like understand what their advice means to things like talk to your dev you know and i that i I had the luxury of looking at the other side of the room and talk to my dev but you know but at the same time like it was, um, it was a process. Like, I don't think that I would do it again. And I don't mean that in like a, in like a negative way. I just, I, I did my thing and I'm done. Like I was like, I'm, I'm good. You know, I, I did the, the writing project and I'm, I'm okay with it now. And I know the process and I'm happy with it. It's just, it's a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> it's so, yeah. yeah. I mean, honestly, you, you took on something that I find daunting, which is fiction. Mm-hmm. Um, writing to spec for an outline is very different. Like, when I was doing my Pirates character creation, I mean, Eddie had most of the major information there for me. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, it's it's like, okay, here are are the different kinds of lizards. Uh, Here are the stat increases for all of them. Write the flavor, you know? Like, figure out why this is the case. But, like, Mm -hmm. still, it was was there. There was, like, a a little breadcrumb trail. When it's fiction, I'm like, I don't know. I don't have any ideas. (laughs) Like, if there's somebody was just like write a short story i'd be like i don't like i was bad at short story writing in college i i Mm -hmm. I took classes on it and like it wasn't my thing i'm very bad at uh doing a short plot sure um i'm also not good at just the slice of life stuff sometimes like i don't always know what to write and i get rambly and it gets weird and i try Mm -hmm. to sew everything up too fast yeah and so like I mean, I, I applaud you for taking on something that, like, isn't isn't something I do, really. Like, I'm always impressed by our fiction and our game books. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and the anthologies and stuff. Uh, like, yeah. I, like, Eddie did the fiction for uh, Deviant and the Renegades, mm-hmm. which hey. is going on Kickstarter soon. And I, I read it recently because I had to do art notes. And I was like, this is really good. This is not, like, what I would have thought to write. But I really like Thank it, you. you know? So, yeah. 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 So yeah. So that's that's exciting. And also, doing the fiction has to be fun for the for the actual core books because then you get to see your fiction illustrated. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But Absolutely. yeah, I, I cannot wait to read the Gay Anthology. It, it will be a lot of fun. I'm um, hyped for it. I'm like I'm I'm like nervous, even though like I know what it says. You know what I mean? Like it's but it's uh, like but it's excited, nervous. Like, and I'm super stoked. And uh, it's another thing we get to add to our 
and or wall um because we usually um we i mean we have our books but we usually print out the um cover of books to to hang it as an art piece too so like i'm oh, pretty that's excited a good for that. Idea. yeah yeah so like since like Chicago and I, mike and i both worked on it you know he did the city chapter and 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 a ton of other awesome stuff and then i designed the logo we like printed it out because i was like this is something we did together like this is cool um and i mean we don't do it for like obviously every single one or our walls would be get really full really fast right. but you know like it's still like anything that's like again like guys anthology is something we worked on together too so like we want to have that so i'm excited for that art piece too to hang up so yeah that's that's actually a really cool idea mm-hmm. i'm kind of thinking about the, the feasibility now of doing like very small versions of all of them making like yeah. almost like a collage type thing. yeah yeah cool. why because, not because yeah. i I, I do have probably 60 or 70 or so books I've worked on at this point, but it'd be mm-hmm. cool to have like a little, like, you know, a little like one by two or something of all of them. Just like a little tiny, tiny piece and make it mm-hmm. a little collage thing. Yeah. You that can, could be fun. It, yeah, you could. And like, you can easily do that. Um, and that would, it, it's, it's cool to see it. Like you, when you talk about it and you say like, oh, I've done X, Y, and Z, like it's cool to talk about it. But when you like physically like every day go, holy crap, I did that. Like that makes me feel really good, you know? And like you, just a way to empower yourself, you know, to keep going because you you did these awesome things. Absolutely. So. Yeah, totally. So the other thing, with, like we are getting close to the end here, but I do want to talk to you a little bit about your work at One Bookshelf because sure. we haven't touched on that at all. So yeah. first of all, can you explain to listeners what is a One Bookshelf? A one, oh, a singular One Bookshelf. <laughs> what one. is a One Bookshelf? <laughs> uh, a bookshelf is the thing you put your books on. Um, <laughs> one. <laughs> Thank you very much, Barry. Done. 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 <laughs> you, okay, great. Thanks. It's been great. Thanks for having me on. Um, you can find me at www. Um, so. <laughs> um, so one bookshelf is the umbrella company. So um, that is the that is. Wait, the, you work the, for the umbrella corporation? Um, what? As, is there as, a T virus? No, I don't oh. know what you're talking about. Oh no, we would never release the T virus ever. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, one bookshelf is the umbrella company, um, and then underneath it we have things like drive through RPG, drive through fiction, DMs Guild, uh, Wargame Vault, drive through cards drive through comics i think i mentioned all of them yes um i should probably pull that up and double check um so and all the various community content sites too right yeah so we have various community content sites like we have canis minor for for pugmire and, and monarchies we have one for scarred lands um and there's other ones too um with not um honest path properties as well where people can kind of um and like just a quick suggestion if you want to get into writing a good way to practice is to get on um our community content programs because it kind of gives you that that practice feel where you follow guidelines um that have been set out by the uh companies and then you put your stuff out and you get paid for it so which is always great you know um it's not a salary thing but you'll get some you know like beer money for the month which is always good um but uh yeah so that's the umbrella company and then I work for Drive Through RPG, um, mm-hmm. and, w- and I take care of the uh, top fifty publishers, and then a handful of publishers that I ask to uh, be transferred over. Um, and so I'm a publisher service representative, and uh, so I work essentially at the easiest way because people are always like, "What is that?" I'm like, I essentially do customer service for our publishers. Um, is is what what we do. And then um, Chris Tang is is my my counterpart and he handles like all the indie publishers and things like that. So yeah. That's cool. That's actually a funny story mm-hmm. about how Meredith got her job. 
Um, Marith and I were oh, actually. Oh yeah, this is a fun thing. Yeah, we were actually both up for the same job. Yes, um, we were. We, and I think we we're the last two candidates. We were. We were. We last either last two or last five. I know that we were you and I were sitting there like wishing each other good luck over text message and stuff because we both wanted the other person to get it. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Like we both were. Right. And that's that's that that goes to show you too about about peers is uh, goes back to like competition is just like both Eddie and I applied and we both wanted the best for each other. You know. Yeah. So, but yeah, we both applied. So. Yeah, and um, actually, uh, uh, Steve reached out to me and he was like, you know. Um, you know, we'd love to have you on board, but understand that this job means it's going to take time away from you making things. And I would hate to deprive the industry of some of the stuff that you could potentially make. Um, and I said, you know what? Straight up, I'm just at the time I was just looking for a job. I had just been laid off by CCP. I was just looking for work. Yeah. Um, uh, but I was starting to build up enough. Uh, freelance stuff in the meantime, and I was like, you know what? I mean, I know Meredith's also going for the job. I'm going to go ahead and withdraw my application and put my support behind her. It's like, I really think she would be uh, great for this position. I'm not crying. You're crying. Oh, <laughs> you're so great, Eddie. Come here, bear, Eddie. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it was so nice. <laughs> and that's what, four years ago now? Yeah, four years ago. Yep. And then, yeah, I, I didn't think like, I mean, it was such a, it was such a dream position. I mean, that I didn't think that mm -hmm. it was going to be possible. I worked at a call center before like and i was like and i remember matt coming up to me and he's like hey do you want a job do you want to apply and i'm like <laughs> okay like you know like okay okay magic man um sure whatever um, that's how i felt when rose told me she was recommending me to rich for this position right and you're like okay uh, yeah because rose, rose, rose was like yeah i think i'm gonna tell rich you do a good job and like i'm i'm, I'm a little baby freelance editor you know i yeah. don't like do the development where i got all this stuff and i'm kind of sitting here like no no it's clearly gonna go to somebody with much more experience in the industry with than me like there's no yeah. way rich would hire me yeah. and then rich comes to me like a week later and he's like hey you want to talk? Want to do like a like, like, like an interview? And I'm like, uh, sure, fine, yeah. whatever. And then we did that. <laughs> I guess. Then, yeah, but then, but then I, I, I got the offer and I was like, wait, wait what? Like, what? <laughs> what? I, I, I was so conflicted because I had just been moved to full time at Sephora like months prior, like, mm -hmm. like two, three months prior. And I was like, oh my God, I've been campaigning to be full time at Sephora for like two years and I'm going to be the asshole that drops back down to part time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like I, I totally get that. Like it's, it's, it's rough. And honestly, if any of my peers had gotten it, like I would have been so happy for them. Yeah, absolutely. Right. As you should be. Yeah, absolutely. So, so yeah, that's so, so been, cute. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, love that it was story. really sweet. Oh gosh. To be fair, I, I did I did call that favor in when uh, Pugsteady officially became a company, and I was like, "Cool, I need a representative for Drive Through RPG." And Mary's like, "Done, me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm stealing you." I took it. I took it. That's what I'm saying because I usually say like, "I'm like, oh yeah, I'm like top tier. Like I handle the top 50 publishers and then some. Like because I do handle like because because I have such a good rapport with them that I mean, especially with Eddie, we've been friends for many 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 years that i was like i want to mm -hmm. be able to maintain that rapport and have him feel comfortable so like that was important to me um and that's what it is now sometimes he emails me and i'm like uh yay <laughs> i get so excited so it's great <laughs> we also have a tradition that every time meredith is having a not so great day at work and talks about it to us for whatever reason i get like a bunch of emails. us will we'll email her about how great she is yeah like, <laughs> like my work, randomly yeah the work from home discord will like just send me emails and it's always like open me immediately you know or like whatever and it's just super sweet and like and again that goes back to supporting and being awesome and you know we love our peers so much 
So mm-hmm. I'm pretty yeah. sure I sent you an email last week that just said your face. And then the text yeah, was, I love it. Yeah, that was, that was I put it on Facebook. Yeah, yeah, yeah I yeah. was like, yeah, because I'm like, this is a good, this is a good, this needs to go on Facebook. Your uh, face. I love it. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. And it just made me smile, you know, it's just like little things like that. So it's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, Meredith also takes the best pictures of anybody, Thank like you. as far as candid oh, go, especially, but you. also like posed and and headshots and stuff. Mm-hmm. So if you're one of our freelancers at like Midwinter, or uh, or another con where she Hit is offering up. such services and mm-hmm. would like a headshot, as long yeah. as it's convenient for everybody, she is very good at that. Thank you. Um, so that's something that I would definitely recommend. The only reason I don't have a headshot by her up is because my skin was doing a weird the day that she took it. And also, I, I you hope- got a haircut. I do. I have. I, I've gotten a huge haircut. So since you then. negated. You negated the headshot. It doesn't. It, it doesn't matter anymore. So now we have to yeah. do it again. That's true. Um, so you. Ha- so we have an update. So me and Eddie have been joking about that. About how like we have completely screwed up the Onyx Pathcast artwork. Oh, because <laughs> yep. you both every- did. Yeah. Yeah, because Eddie cut off all of his hair and I cut off half of mine. Yeah. Um, so it's so like- Matthew needs to grow his out to balance it all out. He has yeah, to. That's, that's he what I'm saying. Matthew to. needs to do something to change his hair so that we can all, uh, <laughs> all just completely <laughs> screw that up. Uh, yeah, it's, just it's redo everybody's thing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure we can just go to Michael Gatos again and be like, hey, can you just fix this? Can you just cut <laughs> everyone's hair? Uh, <laughs> just do it in post, right? Just do it in post. Do it in post. Yeah. It's Photoshop layer, right? Yeah, you're gonna do it in post, right? <laughs> I mean, technically, with mine in the Pathcast art, if you just like blocked out the side of my head that isn't even facing the camera, and just like that's like took took a little bit of the hair off that side, it would look correct. <laughs> it wouldn't be that bad. Yeah, it'll be fine. Mine, right. not so much. No. I mean, yeah. I'll, I'll just I'll just scribble it out. It'll be fine. I'll do it in. in paint <laughs> and nobody will <laughs> is there anything else you want to talk about meredith before we start signing off do you I want to mean, talk like, about your what? side side gigs oh my gosh i have to so talk many... about how much you love chicago or oh i do or garlic oh my gosh if, if if a recipe calls for two cloves of garlic triple it because it's not good enough um yeah. you put as much garlic in as your ancestors tell you to put in is where i'm at on that so <laughs> i haven't measured garlic in so long like i was making french onion dip the other day mm-hmm and the recipe was like, you know, a quarter teaspoon of garlic. And I was just like, <laughs> amateurs. And in short, I didn't so much make French onion dip as I made dill garlic dip, but it's yeah. really good. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. For sure. Um, I, uh, I would say like, uh, my love of Chicago is in Chicago by night. Um, so yeah. everyone should get it because when Mike worked on the city chapter, I mean, we drove around some of our favorite places are in there. Um, some are not in there because those are a secret, but um, <laughs> if you come to Chicago, we will take you to the secret places. Um, but uh, I mean like, so it's important in that regard. I mean like even seeing Chicago and I was like, this is, this is Chicago. Like Cheney did an amazing job on layout. Um, everyone did an awesome job. And so like, that is my love of Chicago and, and, and Mike and, and John Burke and everybody did such a great job on, on showcasing that. Um, Don't so compliment John Burke on the podcast. I love John. Yeah, but it's just going to go to his head. Nah, I'm like coming bird references, it'll be bad. Yeah, I know. And we'll just start <laughs> posting memes on Twitter uh, at all right. of us. So, um, <laughs> so yeah. So uh, put more garlic in your stuff unless you're allergic. Please don't do that to yourself. Chicago is a great city. If you haven't visited um, and you can't visit, definitely I suggest picking up Chicago by night. And that's not a shameless plug to me and my husband and everybody on this podcast. It literally means like it's it's literally one of the best books about Chicago that I've ever read in my entire life. Um, what else? Uh, my side hustles. Um, yes, for games is great. Check us out. 
Um, and then, uh, yeah, if you like, like Dixie said, if you have, if you're an Onyx Path freelancer and want your headshot done, um, Eddie just got his done at Gen Con. We literally it's did it at the Airbnb. Too. Thank you. Um, such a good picture of you, Eddie. He's thank you. He's so well, easy to take it. pictures. Of. He's he's so freaking cute in his little haircut. I love it. Um, <laughs> it's perfect. Um, so uh, yeah. So that's that's all. And then uh, obviously everyone on this pathcast between Dixie, Eddie, and Matthew. Um, you know, I've done all three of their websites, so that's also fun too. And if you haven't checked them out, you should. Even if you're like, I'm not gonna hire these people in the near future you should just take the time to check it out because it's it is fun like i don't just make these websites like we work together to get their aesthetic down and 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 communicate who they are as people so yeah, <sighs> yeah. okay i think that's is awesome. that oh and being oh italian is great so... too <laughs> <laughs> i love being italian uh anyone who's met also, my mom will know that too i was gonna say also your mom is a saint yes my mom is saint. a saint um yeah i post about her all the time on facebook eddie met her uh at midwinter two years ago it was the greatest it was really sad i didn't get to meet her oh yeah because you were in a you were in a larp yes i was larping yeah larping 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 LARPin. 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 i love that like that's officially the tagline now you can't that should that should be just that <laughs> episode whatever larping uh, <laughs> yeah, Larpin with a mere bear. A me, <laughs> me, a mere bear. One, one mere bear. One bookshelf. Actually, one, yeah. bear. one bookshelf. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one mere bear on a one bookshelf. There you one, go. One yeah. bear shelf. One bear shelf. One bear shelf. <laughs> Many bears, one shelf. Many bears. This one is shelf. Joseph Carriker's company. <laughs> oh my true. gosh, it's happening. <laughs> <laughs> it's finally happening. <laughs> Many bears, one shelf. The, the Joe Carriker story. <laughs> That's the second time I've made a Joe Carriker bear joke on this podcast. Oh my gosh! I just realized that wasn't it. Was it Mike's episode? When yeah, it was Mike's episode. Yeah, because he, yeah, he said his favorite bear is a koala. Yeah, and right. I, which which isn't a bear. And then you broke his heart into a thousand pieces. <laughs> <laughs> I heard him too when he because I was in the room when he was recording it, and I heard him be like, "Oh, it's not." I'm like, "Oh no!" I was like, <laughs> "He's such a sweetheart." Uh, you were like, "You're like somebody finally told him." I was like, "Sweetie, yeah, it's not, it's not a bear." And he's like, "Oh." <laughs> like, I mean, so it now it's be a... his favorite marsupial. Yeah, it can be. Anyway, if people wanted to follow you on social media besides following the Onyx Path and whatnot, where could they find you they specifically? They can find me. Uh, my website is MeredithGerber.com. Uh, my Twitter handle is, uh, at Meredith Gerber. Um, that's my professional Twitter handle. Uh, my Instagram is Meredith A. Gerber. Um, cause some Meredith Gerber out there has taken my name. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, dang it. You know, I always think that I have like such a unique name and then it happens and I'm like, right. so, um, and yeah, so those are the locations you can find me. And also we mentioned Yesbred Games. Um, also I run their social media on their social media manager as well. So you can find us there. And if not, then I'll see you on the Onyx Path Facebook. It's true. You can mm -hmm. see her there. Literally. You might not know if it's her in. Who knows? It's like a I said, mystery. It's a, it's a toss up. It's, it's, you can always figure it out by how many exclamation points and emojis there are. Except <laughs> Trinity. Trinity is the only one where you're, it, that's the guessing game. So right. you'll have to figure it out. Well, thank you so much for chatting with us today, Mary. It's been thank a pleasure having you. Thank you for having, having you. me on. I really Absolutely. appreciate it. I love hanging out with my friends. It's great. Hanging out with the friends. Mm -hmm. And onward to the outro.
Welcome back. Wasn't that fun? Didn't everyone have fun with Meredith? That was a lot of fun. Everyone is a rather strong term, given that I wasn't there. Everyone that mattered had fun with Meredith. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh, you cut me to the core, madam. We talked about you a lot during the section where we talked about uh, voiceovers for Kickstarters and how you are good at sounding menacing and how that's good in our industry. Well, you you will soon find out how good I am at sounding menacing, young lady. Uh, I... (laughs) terrifying also yeah. you're a young lady i'm older than you <laughs> well in that case i guess i lose this one but this is not the last time you heard of me dixie cochran <laughs> Ninja poof. Poof. yeah thank you <laughs> we, we had two smoke bombs yes double you have to make sure what if somebody threw a smoke bomb to help somebody escape and they just stood there and were like thank you or like. coughing <laughs> You can't see me now, official. It's just been done. It's, oh, God, I have asthma. <laughs> Why did you do this to me? Uh, it's actually to your guess. Oh, my God. I hope everybody enjoyed our interview with Meredith. We had a lot of fun talking to her. Um, she looks like she is the master of the side hustle. So it is yeah. not uncommon to see her kind of all over the place, even if it's behind the scenes. So maybe... You know, all the listeners might not see her all over the place, but everybody that works with her just sees her posts about everything she's doing. And it is so much, but it's all so good. Like, she's very passionate about everything that, that she works on, which is awesome. Meredith it's is... amazing that someone who mm. does so much can stay so positive during all of it, too. Oh, yeah. She, right? she is a talented, lovely lady, and it is my absolute pleasure to know her and work with her. And she is so supportive of all of us mm-hmm. in everything we're doing, whether it's in the industry or not. Uh, so, yeah, I, I'm really glad that you got the opportunity to, to interview her for the show because uh, she definitely deserves a spotlight on all of her efforts. Definitely. No, she's awesome. Uh, so, yeah, hopefully we can have maybe her on again sometime. Who knows? She's one of the people that we see at conventions a lot, like Midwinter and the like. So it's possible we can do a sit down with her at some point. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Because she's fun. I'm sure as past we... that. Go ahead. I was just saying, I'm sure as we do more stuff with uh, One Bookshelf, you know, I'm sure we'll hear from her again, too. Her and Matt. Probably. That could be a fun, like, two-for interview. Who mm-hmm. knows? planning the pathcast on air like we do <laughs> yeah well you know it, it, it highlights the flexibility of our schedule if you the listener have something in particular you want us to discuss then by all means post in the comments on the onyx path blog or tweet at us and we will at the very least read your suggestion even if we don't implement it that's about the best i can offer you Speaking of our aesthetic as the podcast, I was reading on Twitter. Um, there was a, 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 I ran into a random thread halfway through where someone was talking about how they only care about high production value podcasts and source tired of all these people going into space and blah, blah, blah. And I was about to leave the thread when someone's like, no, I love low quality podcasts. I love podcasts that sound like you're recording the back of a motorboat when you're escaping from the police. And I'm like, that's, yeah, that's our aesthetic right there. <laughs> <laughs> Making this web goes along because we don't know what's going to happen next. <laughs> if that's what this sounds like, I'm going to stop editing them for sound. I'm just going to put them up. Like, there's... Yeah, deliberately <laughs> sitting near a building site. Yeah, I like fully took a train out of this one, out of the interview portion. Oh, really? I pulled a car out of your section. Yeah, we do work on these. What do you do, Eddie? Uh, I just push a button and it goes away. 
You do not. <laughs> do not lie. <sighs> there isn't even one button you can push to make it go away. You're the worst. I am the little. If the three of us were on a motorboat speeding away from the police, why are we speeding away from them? What do you think we've done? Crimes against RPGs. Okay, so it's crimes against RPGs. What kind of sentence does that carry? Ruining vampire? Ruining uh, vampire. Ruining vampire. Oh, you can't blame us for that. Uh, the, uh, so so we've been charged with ruining vampire. Whose boat is this? Oh, that's a good question. Mm. I, I am Lamb Monty Locked. Cook. Monty Cook's boat? Okay, there we go. I think Monty Cook, probably, if, if anyone in this industry has some flash boat, I think it's Monty. <laughs> Yeah, I think, I, yeah, I think uh, one of us on the shore, we tried to, we beckoned him back onto the land. We said, hey, Monty, we've got the cocktails. They're in that cooler over there. And he said, oh, thanks, dudes. Because that's obviously how Monty speaks. That isn't how Monty speaks. I've spoken <laughs> to Monty plenty of times. But in this story, Scenario. that's how Monty goes. So Monty uh, climbed off of his uh, boat in, in his deck shoes, shorts, right. um, Bermuda shorts, I think, and a lovely Hawaiian top. And uh, off he went, at which point we leapt aboard, stole a boat, but the police were hot on our tra- tail, and uh, yeah. Now imagine like a Miami Vice-style speedboat kind of thing. Yeah, this is all very terrifying. I don't know if I want to be involved in this. Well, I'm afraid you are just, you're complicit. You edited, uh, you've edited vampire books, so. Edited maliciously and with intent. Yeah. (laughs) Damn it. (laughs) With intent to ruin vampires. (laughs) If anything, This is only going to be funny to like 20 of our listeners. (laughs) That's fine. That's that's the kind of demographic I shoot for. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Anyway, is there anything that we want to uh, talk about or plug before we go on to end this? Eddie, Matthew, anything happening? By, no? the, by the time this goes live, I will be wrapping up, but uh, I will be at uh, PAX West this week. I'll be at DragonCon uh, when this goes live. So if anybody both listens to this and is at DragonCon, which I don't think will happen because once you're at DragonCon, the outside world kind of ceases to exist. Right. Uh, but I will be at DragonCon in Atlanta this weekend uh, through till Monday night. So if anybody is around in the uh, Atlanta area and wants to say hello, I will have my phone on me. So feel free to tweet at me. Uh, you can find me at Dixie Cyanide. I'll go ahead and say that because it was a good segue. Uh, Matthew, anything you want to plug or where can people find you? Well, while you two are having fun at conventions, I've already had fun at a convention, as we've already established. And so this Friday, while you're away and this goes up online, I think I'm recording part of an actual play with the Red Moon role-playing fellows, uh, any award-winning Red Moon role-playing. Uh, this one is for Cult Divinity Lost, so not one of our games. But uh, the good thing is that if you are a big fan of actual play podcasts with high production values, as opposed to our motorboat, <laughs> Red Moon Roleplaying not only edit, but also uh, procure the rights for music to use on their show. And they will be uploading their Chicago by Night actual play, uh, ran by uh, our, our very own Clara Herbal, uh, with myself as a player and the Red Moon Role playing guys as players. So that's going to be going up online very soon indeed. Nice. Awesome. And where can people um, find you, Matthew? Oh, they can find me anywhere, but MatthewDawkins.com is probably the best place. Anywhere you look, there Matthew is. <laughs> yeah, or sometimes even places you don't like. <laughs> Eddie. <laughs> like Eddie, for example. 
<laughs> Eddie, is, Eddie is not just a person. He is a place. He is a state of mind. Um. Uh, yeah, so like I said, I'll be at uh, um, uh, uh, PAX, one of the PAXs. I don't know. They're all blurred together now. PAX Dev? PAX, PAX Dev, PAX West, PAX Unplugged, PAX Ar- Bermuda, whatever. You know? Romana. Right. <laughs> Algeria. <laughs> all of them. Um, uh, but if people want to chat with me, um, I am generally found these days at uh, pugstuffy.com, which has all my social media accounts. You can also find me on Twitter or on Facebook at Pugsteady, which is P-U-G-S-T-E-D-D-Y. Why did you make another one you had to spell? Because I like making my life difficult. Okay. <laughs> well, as I already said, you can find me at Dixie Cyanide. You can find us at theonyxpath.com, uh, the Onyx Path on most social media. Uh, you can also find us on Twitch nowadays. We have a pretty hefty Twitch streaming schedule yeah. we've been doing. Uh, I've been doing some aberrant actual plays that have been really fun, but we have a whole lot of content going on across a whole bunch of different games. And we've also been hosting quite a few uh, other streamers. So check out our Twitch channel. It's the Onyx Path, obviously. Uh, Look us up. We don't need bets. Give us your Twitch Prime subs, though, if you have them, because they're fun. And also, a lot of us tend to be, whether it's me, Ian Watson, whoever, uh, some of the other devs and writers tend to hang out in the chat when we're doing a live stream. So it's a good way to chat with people. Mm -hmm. Yep, completely agree. It's uh, We very much value your support over on Twitch. We're, we're new to it, but it does seem to be going very well. Yeah, no, it's it's been a lot of fun so far. I've been enjoying playing in the Aberrant stream, and I know I've been talking to folks about me playing and a few others. Uh, Travis Leg has been coordinating a lot of that, and he's done a really fantastic job. So shout out to Travis. Uh, but yes, that's where you can find us. And as always, many worlds, one pathcast. Cast.